Watts, the four square mile radius with a project building set in southeast on every corner. These are my historical events, the Watts Chronicles, inspired by a true story, chapter nine, pain is love. Growing up in Watts was cold, man. I mean, I jumped off the porch when I was 10 years old. The type of love that nigga Lonzo taught me. Loyalty. Nigga, you never tell what you saw. I kill you, your mama, and your little brother, nigga. You never tell what you saw. As a kid, the nigga Lonzo tormented and manipulated young Booby, convinced him to believe that Janky Steve was dead because he told what he saw. For 40 years, the only person I ever told was you, Lonzo. Pain is love, nigga. The type of love that nigga Fee and Thuthu taught me. Honor. Cuz, we don't give a fuck about no busters. In order to hang with us, you gotta be willing to give your life for the set. Since 1987, that nigga Fee and Thuthu been on a level four yard serving a life sentence for Grape Street. That nigga Evil Rock don't brought him 23. That nigga Sip don't gave him a dove. Them niggas don't pull down. More calendars longer than some of you bust ass niggas been banging. 95th I've been sending letters, packages, money orders, green dots, cash apps. For 30-something years, nigga. And you know what the irony of it is? Now I gotta watch some of my homeboys, my childhood friends, bury their kids. Painless love, nigga. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me slow down. I'm talking like how I feel right now. See, all this, all this is freestyle from my head. I don't write nothing down. I'm dealing Big D Grave. I don't write nothing down. All this freestyle. So right now, I'm talking like I feel right now. My old ass, I get turned up real quick. I go from zero to 103 real fast. So I need to rewind this shit and go back 20 years and finish telling my story. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm sounding like how I feel right now. So let me rewind this shit and go back 20 years. Because young nigga, you can't answer the question when I ask you why you gang bang. You ain't live long enough. So the next time one of them old bitter niggas try to send you on a mission, just look him in his face and simply ask him to get in the car and go with you. Pain is love, nigga. So I'm in Bloomington, California. New house. Swimming pool in the back. 24 by 12. Pigeon cage. I turned part of my three-car garage into a recording studio. Life is good. Got three sons now. Yeah, I named him Delwyn Cedric. That's Big D and China Doll first name. If I'm not out of town hustling, trying to get some money, I'm at home. I'm a father. 
I take care of my sons. I do all the grocery shopping. I do all the cooking. I pay all the bills. I tell her, deposit your checks. Keep your money. I got you. I got us. One thing my Uncle Jay Bizzle taught me, don't fall in love with material things. Chains, watches, clothes, shoes, cars, material shit. Invest your money into property, land, houses. Hard as it is to get something, it's just as hard to keep it once you got it. So I'm a hustle. Can't tell my kids ain't no milk in the refrigerator. I'm an entrepreneur, grow, a risk taker. I take chances. I'm more addicted to this white girl than the dope fiends that's on it. I fuck with her every day, hard or soft. Plus, fucking with this bitch. She give me them big cojones. We OT. We in a strip club. Me, shit stain, and baby Mel. That nigga shit stain, he throw 50 racks up on the table. Yell out, Menlo Crib. This nigga got a bracelet on with so many diamonds in it, you can't even look at that motherfucker. He called a stripper over there, he said, hey you, come here. She come over there and shit. He said, damn, you you pretty than a motherfucker. He said, hey, I'm going to give you $1,000. Go get two more bitches that look like you. I said, wait a minute. Shit stay. Hold up, my nigga. I said, listen, you can throw me that 1000 Fuck giving it to that bitch. I'm married. I ain't tripping. Nigga, you act like, nigga, somebody going to tell your wife you got some pussy or something. Nigga, like me like me or baby male going to tell your wife on you or something. Nigga, like, you married now, nigga. You ain't going to cheat. Nigga, married motherfuckers cheat, nigga. Nigga, that nigga Michael Jordan, nigga, cheat on his pretty-ass wife, nigga. We finna fuck these bitches, nigga. We finna, nigga, we get money, nigga. We finna fuck on these bitches, nigga. I finna get you a bitch that's going to let you do anything to her. on my wife. Nigga, I'm not agreeing with all that, none of that shit you saying, nigga. I'm not fenced to, you know, just listen to you, nigga. You ain't married, nigga. You don't give a fuck about nothing but yourself, hey, nigga. Hey, you hear this nigga, baby male, cuz? This tender dick, pussy whip, married ass, nigga. You hear this nigga, male, cuz? Already you know what I'm saying, nigga? You ain't got to fuck none of these bitches with us, nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, pussy whooped ass, nigga. You ain't got to fuck none of these bitches man, with us, nigga. Next, nigga. you gonna come in this motherfucker talking about you a Christian or something, man, nigga. Fuck a you. Jehovah Witness yeah. ass, nigga. You ain't got to fuck none of these bitches with us, man. nigga. Fuck we finna fuck these bitches, though, cuz. Man, little crib. The nigga shit thing. He called a stripper back over there. He like, hey, come here. He like, look. You pretty, you fine as a motherfucker. I already don't chose up on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I need you to go get one more, one more, one more that look like you, that, that smell like you, that's pretty like you, that, that practice safe sex, that don't let a nigga put a, put his dick in her without a condom on it. You know what I'm saying? Go get one more like you and, um, me and we finna go back to my room and we finna suck and fuck. You ain't gotta worry about bringing my, my homie right here one. He don't want no pussy. He married. Man, fuck you, man. So we get in the car. You know what I'm saying? Strippers, they get in the car. They follow him behind us. Our room, like, 30 minutes away from the strip club. So we rolling. 
I'm just saying, cuz, you know what I'm saying? He just can't shut up. You know what I'm saying? We gotta take a chance with our motherfucking life, cuz. We get money, I'm business, we get money, too, cuz. You know what I'm saying? Just keep talking, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why. Can't shut up. This is he married, you know what I'm saying? He don't wanna fuck me. You hear me, baby, now, cuz? You know what I'm saying? This nigga act like he don't wanna get no pussy, cuz. Cheat on my wife. crazy, cuz. So we get to the room, you know what I'm saying? We got a nice suite. It's like a two-bedroom suite, you know what I'm saying? When you first walk in the door, you got the living room area with the pull-out couch, kitchen right there, bathroom, you know what I'm saying? Then you walk down the hallway. It's a room to the left, room to the right. I say, fuck it. I'm going to just stay in the motherfucking living room area. Y'all two get the room. So them niggas go in the room, close the door. I jump in the shower. I hit my wife, let her know I was good. I lay down. I'm laying down and shit. And I just hear, from Shistane room, I hear the girl moaning like a motherfucker, right? So I'm like, but I don't hear no fucking. I hear her just moaning and shit. So I get up, open the door, I peek in there. This nigga Shistane, he got this bitch on her back with her legs behind her motherfucking neck. He licking her pussy and her ass at the same time. I'm like, ugh, look at this nasty-ass nigga, man. I'm saying to myself, I'm like, I know this bitch probably saying to herself, like, I can't believe this nigga paying me to do this to me. Man, he, I mean, he eating her pussy and her booty hole. This nigga cold nigga. I close the door. I put my, my ear up the mail door. I hear him in there. He in there bamming this bitch. He in there ran this bitch out. He in there trying to knock the lining up off this bitch. I say, I ain't gonna even look at her. I go lay down. Boom, I lay down and shit. Now, all I hear now, I'm laying down is... A bunch of bitches moaning and shit and shit. They moaning loud. The motherfucker. I'm like, God damn, these bitches is loud. I say, shit, ain't it? These niggas having a good time and shit. I'm like, shit. So I, I look in my bag and get my, I reach in my bag and get my lotion. I lay down with that shit. I skeet a little bit in my hand and shit. I'm laying there and shit. I'm like, <laughs> my, my hand just somehow grabbed my dick. I'm like, I get the, Putting that lotion on that motherfucker. I'm like playing with it and shit. I'm like, whole time I'm I'm trying to fight it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I, I'm like, nigga, be strong, nigga. I'm I'm finna, I'm finna whack off. I'm like, no, nigga, be strong. Don't do it. So I let, I let it go. Boom. I'm laying there. I'm telling myself, don't do it, man. Be strong, man. Now listen, a lot of suck ass niggas, niggas that ain't real and shit, they, they, they ain't gonna tell you, nigga, they pull on themselves. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you marry and you trying your best to be faithful. It's hard for it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I, I fight it, though. I say, I don't do it. I, 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 I lay on my side, nigga. I ball up like a fetus and grab my dick and, and I go to sleep. The next morning, I wake up. I'm laying there in my boxes. Both of these stripper bitches, they asshole naked laying next to me. That nigga shit stain, he's standing there with, a, with his cell phone. This right when they started putting cameras on the cell phones. He like, cuz, if your wife seen this picture, she wouldn't believe nothing you had to say. I'm like, you scandalous motherfucker. He like, nigga, fuck all that, nigga. You might as well get you some pussy or get your dick sucked or something. And him and baby Mel left. I look at the stripper bitches. I tried to get up. She like pushed me in my stomach. That bitch grabbed my dick. I say, no. She say, no what? I say, wait. She like, wait, what? I'm like, stop. She like, stop what? Man, them bitches push me down, nigga. Rip my boxes off and start sucking my dick and my balls, nigga. This motherfucker shit's down. So I'm back to the crib. Once I'm at the crib, I'm back daddy. I take care of my sons. 
I'll be gone sometime two to three days in and out, just making some plays. When I would leave my mama, she'd come over and take care of my kids for me. Me and my mama, we was tight. We was more like sisters and brothers. Me and my mama, we done been through so many trials and tribulations. I mean, I'm the oldest of her five seeds, her five children. So I don't been through every relationship with my mama. I already told you, she stabbed Rico, daddy. I remember when I was in Youth Authority and she came and visited me. And I asked her, I said, Mama, why you, why you stabbed Rico, daddy, that time? She looked at me. She said, boy, that man fucked over me. He brought me all the way from New Orleans, Louisiana, down here, knowing he had a whole nother relationship going, a whole nother family going, and he brought me down here. He fucked over me. My brother, Calico Daddy, we called him Big T. He was a big old buff, big old yellow buff nigga. You know what I'm saying? He used to get drunk, though, and turn into a, a, a woman beater. I can remember them songs he used to play. Hey, you. Hey, you. Get off my mind. Hey, you. Man, that motherfucker coming there drunk, man. Start beating on my mama. One time he had her by her neck. Choking her up against the wall. I jumped on the back of his leg. I bit a plug out his calf. I bit his calf hard as I could. He just swung me across the room. Hey, you. Hey, you. Get off my mind. Hey, you. My sister, Lakanda, daddy. Nigga, Rob. All I remember, my mom was not giving him his keys back to his car. And he just socked my mama, man, in her mouth and knocked her teeth out and knocked her unconscious. As I got older, I tried to kill that nigga multiple times. My sister, Lakanda, she begged me not to kill him. That's her daddy. My brother Jack. His daddy, we called him Mr. Jack. Good old man. He was in his 70s when he when he made Jack. But Mr. Jack, he taught me a lot of stuff. He taught me how to fix stuff. He taught me how to build stuff. He was teaching me how to be a man. He probably was the most positive person that ever came through my life. Through my mom. Pain is love, nigga. My oldest son, Robert. I was in jail when he was born. His mama was in jail when she had him, so he was in jail too. I found out when I was in juvenile hall being tried as an adult. 
they came and they took my blood and they told me he 99% mines. I kind of ignored it and by the time I got the youth authority, he was in the system. But I was all fucked up, man. I'm up in YTS, man. I'm going crazy, doing stupid shit. I didn't really pay attention to none of that, you know what I'm saying? But by the time I got to prison, they started sending me these letters and stuff, and these lawyers and shit started contacting me and stuff, and um, it got serious. So I decided to give custody of my son to my mom. So they brought me back down to court. I can remember sitting in that courtroom, looking through that glass, staring at this little boy, and he was just staring at me. As if he knew what the judge was talking about when the judge talked to me. You know what I'm saying? When the judge spoke to me, this little boy was looking at me like he knew I was his daddy. I would just stare at him, man. I really didn't hear shit that judge was saying. My lawyer was listening for me. I was just staring at my son. I couldn't believe I had a son, man. I was so scared, man. I didn't know what I was going to do, man, with this child, man. Me and Robert just stared at each other, man. And he'd get up. Before he leave, he'd turn around, and he'd wave at me. I finally get out. I'm living with my mama, me and my son. At the time, I was going back and forth with my baby mama. So I didn't really, like, bring my son with me until we got married and moved and bought the house in Bloomington. I felt like I was more ready. I was more being an adult, a father, responsible. So I brought my son with me with my other two kids. And everything was beautiful. Big house, swimming pool, big pigeon cage in the back. Converted my garage into a recording studio. I had everything. Everything was, was A1. Until one day, we got a knock at the door. It was child services. They said, we've been getting extreme emergency calls that you guys don't have no food in y'all refrigerator and that y'all burn y'all kids with cigarettes. I look at the lady like she crazy. So I knew me or my wife didn't smoke cigarettes, so I let them on in. They went and checked the refrigerator, seen all the food in there, came back and checked our kids and seen they didn't have no burn marks on them. Then the lady looked at me and she say, I know for sure two of the allegations are false, but it's one that's a fact, that your son is living with you and your mom still have custody of him and she's still receiving the checks from the government. So they took my son from up out of there, man. Pain is love, nigga. Pain is love, nigga. So I called this attorney, this civil attorney I knew, named Wallace. She worked with kids, like special need kids and, 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 and um, child custody and kids' rights and things like that. I told her what happened. A few days, she hit me back. She said, do you know what? I'm like, that's my cousin wife. She like, well, that's who's been calling the people on you. 100% show. 
So my mom go through the process and get my son from up out of the system. And he go live back with her in Palmdale. I started working on a new album, just trying to find myself. You know what I'm saying? But it was like I had writer's block or something. I couldn't really, like, come up with nothing new. You know what I'm saying? I was, like, stuck. So I decided to release an album and call it Hood Classics, 10 Years in the Game. These was, like, songs that I had done in the past, you know, the 10 years that I've been home that, like, kind of hit the street on the underground level. So I started putting that album together. And one day, I went to the Bricks, went to the section, and I ran in the pipe to snipe. I had been recording music with Pipe since, you know, for about five or six years. And um, he was telling me about his new album he had that he was working on called If the Project Walls Can Talk. And he, he rapped some of that shit to me. I was like, nigga, that shit dope, nigga. That shit hard. I said, nigga, I got the studio already, nigga. Just come on down, nigga. And we start working on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Around the same time, I had met this dude. His name was Pear Rocks. Multi-talented nigga. He, he produced beats and sing and all that shit. So I hooked him and Piper up. And they start, instead of doing If the Project Walls Can Talk, they worked on this CD. We called it the Yolo Watts Mixtape. His mixtapes was hot at this time. Man, they got in the studio, man. And the chemistry was so cold, man. They completed that record. We pressed it up and dropped it in the hood. Shit was the biggest shit in the hood, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know, at the time, I wasn't, I never really felt like I was a rapper. You know what I'm saying? At this moment, nigga, I was, I was in love with that white bitch. I strapped that bitch on some of my family members, nigga. And we'd jump on the plane, nigga, like it was nothing. But me and Piper, you know, we eventually started working on If the Project Walls Can Talk, me, him, and Pear Rocks. I was, like, funding everything, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I wasn't rapping no more, really. I record a verse here and there, but Piper was really the rapper, you know what I'm saying? He was really the one, like, really pushing it. YOLO, that was our shit at the time. Everybody eat, you know what I'm saying? Around that same time, my brother... At least I consider him my brother, Low, Linwood in Hood. He had brought that nigga Spider Lope to me. The nigga Spider Lope, that nigga was rapping like a motherfucker. I mean, like, verse after verse. Nigga wouldn't stop rapping, just kicking shit. That hard gangster, gangbanging street shit. I was loving that shit at the time. So I started fucking with the nigga Spider heavy. You know what I'm saying? Nigga start coming over my house, you know, the studio at my house and shit. Nigga at my house, eat at my house. Nigga take a shit at my house. I'm fucking with the nigga. You know what I'm saying? The nigga didn't really have nothing. So I gave him like all my clothes and shit, shoes and shit. Just hooked that nigga up and shit. Just took care of him. Nigga drive my cars and shit. You know what I'm saying? So now I got Spider Low, Piper, and Pear Rocks in the studio. They all working together. We finishing up Piper album, If the Project Walls Can Talk. Spider is working on his project and they doing a CD together. You know what I'm saying? We on our shit. YOLO, everybody eat. You only live one. One of the main reasons why I embrace Spider so hard is because 
any real nigga that been around long enough, he'll tell you. From Juvenile Hall, YA, County Jail, Supermax, and Penitentiary Walls, it's always been the hub and the dub, but the Grape Streets and the ECs were tight. See, me and Spider Loke relationship, it was built before the Grape Street and East Coast Crip beef. You know what I'm saying? This was, our relationship was built way before that. You know what I'm saying? That's why we was like, we was tight. You know what I'm saying? That war hurted me. You know what I'm saying? That war hurt like a motherfucker, man. Because Big Fly, Lil Fly, rest in peace from 7-6, they my family. Lil Greedy from Six Deuce, that's my YA baby. Chipper the Big Dipper, the East Side Cripper. <laughs> Big Ran Ran, Lil Buzzy from 8-9. Them niggas lived on 95th and Caramel, right on the corner. When they were kids, they was Wasp Baby Hustlers. Blink, Animal Man, Lil Mate. I can go on and on. That war hurted me. D.I.P., B.L., Tweeted on, Lil Gus, Lil Tanky, that was for nothing. Truth hurts. They say death's around the corner Well, I warn you, I ain't running from it One day if the homies still at war with the body hunters L.A.P.D. raising the dope for the bounty hunters The money hunger won't let my food digest I got a couple ulcers, doctors say induced by stress Playing Russian roulette with one or two shots left My big homie B And my OG homegirl, Big H 95th Street I was already going to Atlanta But they gave me Macon, Georgia they hooked me up with they people, Lock Dog, GD. Nigga, I pulled up to make it, nigga, by myself, with the sack. I could tell I was on the east side, because this shit looked grimy as a motherfucker. But I felt that home, because I from Watts. You know what I'm saying? I pull up, that nigga Lock Dog, he's standing on the porch with his shirt off. I look across the street. His brother Five, about six more niggas, they got their shirt off. I'm like, God damn, boy, these niggas look hungry than a motherfucker. So I looked at that nigga Lock, and I say, fuck that. I call the big homegirl H. She answering shit. It's like, what's up, nigga? I say, shit, I'm right here with your people, man. Is these motherfuckers, if they gonna rob me, I might as well just go in here and give him the shit and get on. She started laughing. She like, nigga, you cool, nigga. Just get out the car. I hang up with her. I like to say to myself, one thing about killing my job, I'm the same nigga. If I got a hundred niggas with me, or if I'm 3,000 miles away by my motherfucking self, and I get out the car. I go inside, 
I tell a nigga lock, nigga listen. We don't get enough talking. It's time to get to work. And I leave him the sack. I get on. Next day around the same time, phone ring. It's the nigga lock. He like, hey, I'm finished. Come get your paperwork. Now I did one part, dropping the work off. Now I gotta go get the money. That's the trick part too. So I get up over there. Everything go good. You know what I'm saying? All the money there. Everything's right. I get up out of there. Me and the nigga lock. We start getting money. We start touching paper. This nigga keeping it all the way 100. This nigga solid as a motherfucker. Lock was the type of nigga. He can go anywhere and make it. It was so many different gangs in making. It fucked me up. We had the Mafia. We got the GDs. We got the Bloods. This nigga Lock, he took me on Duncan Block on Crip Day. Man, we pull up to that motherfucker, man. It's nothing but blue shirts, blue chucks, blue hats, blue rags. The niggas and the bitches, they blew down. They cripped up. I say, Lock. I say, nigga, you GD. We good? We ain't got no pistol or nothing. Nigga like, look at him. He laugh, he say, nigga, this big GD. He say, every nigga out there probably got a gun on him. What we need a gun for? We got out the car. Sometimes, you could be knowing a nigga for like, all your life. Shot marbles with the nigga. You know what I'm saying? But once you get older, you realize you can't trust that nigga. I don't give a fuck how long you knew this nigga for or whatever. Nigga, you can't trust this nigga. You don't fuck with this nigga. But then you can meet a nigga and y'all can be together for 20 minutes. And you realize this nigga had the same values that you have, the same goals that you have. Y'all can create a team together. For real. Me and this nigga Locked Dog, we got a 20-year relationship. That nigga don't change his life like me. I'm proud of it. Real nigga from his community. Loved and respected. Yeah, yeah, locked on. Be my best move. Yeah. I'm on the raid on the east side. Have a fur fight on the east side. Pop a fur bitch on the east side. 
It's the early 2000s. Just like any other cheating black nigga that's getting money, I got a bitch in every state. I had this bitch in Baltimore. Man, this bitch was getting me so much money. All I had to do was get it there. This bitch gonna get it off. But the only thing, this bitch had a gambling problem. She was worse than China. Rest in peace, China dog. I love your soul, cuzzo. But this bitch was worse than you, man. So I had to back up off the bitch. You know what I'm saying? And just like any other spiteful, scandalous bitch, this bitch set me up, my nigga. I'm up there. I got three of them. I'm in the shower. You know what I'm saying? When I get out the shower, it's a motherfucking monster-looking ass nigga standing there with a pistol pointed at me. Nigga, I'm asshole naked. It looked like one of his eyes looked like somebody took an axe and chopped him across his motherfucking eye. And then the, the top of his forehead, like, it was missing. Like somebody knocked part of his fucking top of his head off, nigga. And he's standing there and he's looking at me and shit. And he say, the only reason why I don't kill you is because I promised the bitch I wouldn't kill you. I say, man, the work right there in the bag. He got it. He got on. Nigga, I put my clothes on and shit, nigga. I ran, I was close to like downtown, like uh, by the bus station. So I ran to the bus station, I get in the bus station, nigga, and I get robbed again. These motherfuckers take my wallet, nigga, everything, like like some some super crackhead uh, junkies or something, nigga. I'm squabbing with them, like four or five of them, nigga, they get me, fuck over me, nigga. They take my wallet, nigga. I'm looking for the police security or something. I'm like, God damn, boy. Shit, I get back home. That nigga shit stain, baby Mel now. They come over there. That nigga shit stain say, Cuh, let's go back out there and get some get back, nigga. Fuck them niggas. Let's go get them. I look at that nigga shit stain. I say, nigga, that walking dead looking ass nigga with that big ass gun with that silencer on the nigga. That nigga make you look like Elder Boys, nigga. Hell no, I don't want to go back out there, shit stain. Shit. I lost that little 60,000. You know what I'm saying? How I was becoming was like, I lose that, I got to go back and get double. You know what I'm saying? I lost 60, I got to go back and get 120. That's how I was in this shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I'll take a loss like it wasn't nothing and come right back. You know what I'm saying? My hustle was strong as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And and plus, I, I had so much faith in that white bitch. You know what I'm saying? I invested so much into this white bitch, nigga, this white hoe, nigga. She'll get a nigga right back. You know what I'm saying? This bitch, this bitch kept it real. It was a lot that came with this bitch. But this white bitch, nigga, she'll get a nigga back, for real. So I had a lot of faith in her. You know what I'm saying? So, nigga, I can't, I, and plus, plus I had the little, the little short masking. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker stayed on the dead end over there. You know what I'm saying? He gave me whatever I wanted. You know what I'm saying? I used to get that shit off so fast and quick, nigga. They start calling me Chivo. In Spanish, that nigga the goat. I'm back in Atlanta. I'm hustling like a motherfucker, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking with some of these niggas from BMF. They from up out of Tennessee. One of them, the uncle to Young Buck. He like, man, we finna be on tour with that nigga 50 Cent. Won't you come on tour with us? I'm like, man, I don't really know about no tour. She's like, come on tour with us. And it was just a coincidence that that nigga Spider, he was fucking with some niggas that was like connected to the same situation. So it made sense to me to send Spider a plane ticket, put some money in his pocket, and put him on tour with Young Buck. 
Made all the sense in the world. So Spider got on the tour with him and shit. He was keeping a G. That nigga was calling me and shit, telling me everything that was going on. I'm like, Spider, when you get in front of that nigga 50 Cent, put that nigga in my lap, cuz. He like, all right, I got you. Next day, phone ring. It's the nigga 50. He like, yo, look, everybody eat. I'm like, what? He like, yeah, Spider done told me everything about you. I can't wait to meet you. We gonna be in California uh, shooting a video downtown L.A., Tomorrow, I say, shit, I'm going to be there. Shit, nigga. The next day, nigga, we pulled in that motherfucker, nigga. We was shining like a motherfucker, boy. Me, shit stain, baby meal. Nigga, we was, we was fresh as a motherfucker. Nigga, we pulled out. Nigga, we jumped out the cars and shit, nigga. We was the motherfucking gangsters that wanted to be rappers. Nowadays, that shit watered down. You got rappers wanting to be gangsters. But anyway, I walked through the crowd, man. Nigga, I was pushing weird niggas out the way, nigga. I seen Spider and, and, and 50 standing right there, nigga. I got past the security, nigga. I hugged that nigga 50. I said, nigga, listen. It's two, my car got two CD changers in it, nigga. And it's two CDs that'll never come out that motherfucker. Machiavelli and Get Rich, Die Trying. That nigga hugged me like a motherfucker, nigga. We went into the, the trailer and shit. And nigga 50 asked me, say, nigga, so what it's gonna take to get this watch shit off the ground? I said, nigga, 20 million. That nigga looked at me, started laughing. He said, man, all your homies up here trying to ask me for 20000 and shit. Nigga, I looked at him. I dug in my pocket. I said, nigga, I got that in my pocket, and I pulled it out. I said, listen, nigga, we don't want you to give us nothing or, or, or no shit like that. We don't want to fuck none of these straggler bitches around here, none of that, nigga. We just want to check. He said, all right, I got you. After that day, that conversation, everything started going downhill. I can admit, I, I didn't really take that 50 cent shit that serious because I was hustling hard than a motherfucker. Man, I was, I was in the streets. I was flying the motherfuckers like Frisbees. I wasn't really making that much off of them, but I was keeping a G with the Mexicans. I was showing them what I can do. I was showing them like how valuable I was, nigga, because I can get this shit off. They got big balls, nigga, big cojones. You know what I'm saying? I was like loyal to the Mexicans. See, this is the advantage I had over most niggas is that I grew up with the Mexicans, you know what I'm saying? But these Mexicans, they wasn't from Watts. They was from over there off the dead end. The next night, the next spider called me. He like, cuz, I got this nigga from New York. I want him to manage me. I'm like, nigga, we don't need no manager right now, nigga. I, I, I'm talking with 50 myself, like, so let's stick to the script. You know what I'm saying? You rap, and I'm going to take care of the business. Because I'm already talking to 5-0. The main thing, the most important thing is making sure the paperwork is right. Making sure the business is 100, my nigga. You're like, yeah, man, but because I'm out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to make moves and shit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do big things and shit. I say, nigga, we all, we, 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 we got to stick to the script, homie. Like, we got to stick to the script because we all trying to make big moves together. So we got to stick to the plan that we put in place because it's working. Oh, nigga, I hear you, cuz, but nigga, you know, I want me a watch and a chain, nigga. I'm trying to look like something out here, nigga. You don't wear jewelry and shit. You don't care about, but I'm out here, nigga, wrist naked, nigga, neck. Hey, homie, listen, homie. All that shit gonna come within time. We gotta focus on the business, my nigga. Nigga, spider, hang up. Few days after that, them people, they run inside the comedy club and take that nigga shit stain down. Everybody that was with him went to jail. They got that nigga stuck with a $2 million bill. They ain't trying to let that nigga get out. Damn. 
Shit. When they snatch that nigga shit stain up, that spooked me. I ain't gonna lie. I slowed down, nigga. I stopped going on T. You know what I'm saying? But the stupid shit what I did was I started reaching back. You know what I'm saying? I started trying to help niggas. Even though I'm 32, I know, like, you can't really do that. You know, you once you come up, it's like it's a fucked up thing. You might as well just, like, give a nigga something other than try to go build with him. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, my dumb ass, I do it anyway. I start fucking with L and Ty. You know what I'm saying? My nigga L, he kept it G. You know what I'm saying? Only thing about L, nigga, he gonna try to fuck one of your side bitches. Other than that, he kept it G when it came to the business. And to me, uh, I'll take money over pussy any day. You know what I'm talking about? Bread overhead, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But the nigga Tat, that's still my homie. I love him. You know what I'm saying? But Tat was a nigga like, he'd call a nigga phone and be like, hey, hey, my people, they want, they want a, they want a nine piece. They want to meet at the mall on the 103rd. I hang up like a motherfucker, man. I be like, man, why this crazy ass nigga just said that to me over the phone? Ain't no motherfucking mall on the 103rd. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? I get to his face, I be like, Tat, nigga, why you gonna say some shit like that to me over the phone when you know I'm gonna be in your face in 50 minutes? Man, don't try to say no motherfucking codes and no shit like that to me over the phone, my nigga. Few days later, I got 120 on me. About to go bust a play. I got a stash spot in my Q45. I can count on one hand who all know about this stash spot. I pull up on a nigga tattooed grandma street, Bandera. I'm going to grab a few dollars from him. This nigga bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? So I leave up off the street. I'm going towards 92nd. I bust a left off of Bandera to 92nd. And an unmarked police car jumped behind me. It's following me down 92nd right now. I'm headed towards, like, Compton Avenue. So I bust a right by Washington Park off of 92nd. He put his lights on. I say, fuck it, I'm going to keep driving. And then I turned inside the park by the basketball courts. I pulled right up to the curb. He got out the car. It's this motherfucking Maracas. I crack the window down. I hand my driver's license and insurance card through the crack window. He look it. He take it from me. He look at it and put it in his pocket. He like, open the door. I'm like, man, I ain't open no motherfucking door, man. I ain't even did shit. He like, open the fucking door. I'm like, man, I ain't open the door, man. You just gonna stick my motherfucking driver's license in your pocket, man. I ain't open this shit. I say, matter of fact, I'm finna call my lawyer. And I reach and grab my phone. The motherfucker, he look at me. He pull his gun out. He like, put the gun down. Put the gun down. He starts screaming. I'm like, put the gun down. I'm looking at him. He looking all crazy. Put the gun down. So I drop the phone and hit the lock. He opened the door. He take me out the car. He handcuffed me and shit, set me on the curb. It's just him by himself. No backup, nothing. He set me on the curb. He get to going through my car. But he don't go in the trunk or, or the hood or none of that. He just go right where the stash pot at. He looking, he fucking with shit, he looking. He get out the car, get on his cell phone, walk away, and start talking to somebody. 
He come back, get back inside the car, and go right to the same spot. I said, ooh, somebody else told this motherfucker about my stash spot, this crazy. And this motherfucker do the right things, and boom, open the stash spot up. When he open it up, he see the money, he close it, he look at me while he's still in the car, through the window of the car, through the uh, passenger side of the window of the car, he look at me. I said, damn, only thing I could think about when I seen that he seen that money was Spanky. Fucking Maracas took the money, homes. He get out the car. He come over there. He say, hey, you know we ain't got to go to the station to take care of this. I look at him. I'm like, shit, man, my money legitimate. If you ain't going to let me go with my money, then we ain't got no choice but to go to the station. Then that fool, like, got on his walkie-talkie. few minutes, two more cars pulled up. They threw me in the car. This fool got in my car, and he drove off in my car. So we get to the 108 police station. They got me handcuffed behind my back. Got me in this room, handcuffed to this bench. This motherfucker, he come inside of there. He pull a, a seat up to me. He say, I know everything about you. I say, shit, what? That I'm a rapper? He like, nah, 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 you... You more than just a rapper. I say, yeah, I know a lot about you. You like fucking project bitches with no rubber, dirty dick. Man, that motherfucker got up, man, like, and, and, and like he was like walking away from me and tried to steal on me like some project dope fiend type shit, man. Like this motherfucker, that's how he carried himself like the homies. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, motherfucker. Motherfucker, you motherfucker. I get to like cussing him and shit. Whoa, whoa. He say, nigga. He say, nigga. I'll get some of your own homies to kill you, nigga. Them niggas don't like you, nigga. They niggas say you ain't from Grape Street, nigga. Them, them project niggas don't like you, nigga. I'll get one of them to kill you, nigga. I said, man, fuck you. He left out and shit. Man, they left me in there for like five hours, man. Just handcuffed back there. He came back there. He uncuffed me. He took me to the side. He said, you free to go. I'm like, man, what's up with my money? He gave me a receipt. It only had 22000 on there. I said, oh, okay, motherfucker, I'll be back. So I get in my car. My keys is not in the car. So I'm sitting in the car and shit. Uh, both my cell phones is right there, though. So I, I say, fuck it, I'm going I'm to get on the cell phone. So I get on the cell phone. I see I got all these missed calls. My wife is a bunch of them, so I call her. She's like, baby, what's up? I ain't heard from you. I say, man, I'm, I just got out of jail, man. I say, listen, I'm finna be on my way home, but I just got out of jail. Just kick back. She's like, what happened? I say, I'm gonna tell you when I get home. I hang up. So I start, like, looking through the car or whatever. And I look up under, like, this little, you know, the little seat handrest in the best, in the back. And it's a tape recorder back there. It's recording. I, I fake, like, I, I put it back, like, and, like, I don't see it. And then Maruckus, he come out. He like, here. Here are your keys. He said, but wait a minute. It's something. That, uh, I think I dropped my badge or something in your back seat. I said, no, nah, that, that tape recorder back there, though. He got that motherfucker and he, and he got on. The next day, I go to the WLCAC. That stands for Watts Labor Community Action Committee. Tim Watkins. They do a lot for the community. South Los Angeles. They get you jobs, teach you trades, feed the homeless. I mean, they just give back over there. You know what I'm saying? Tim Watkins. They've been doing that for years. His father, Ted Watkins. But anyway, I'm sitting there with Tim, and I tell him what happened. He say, man, this is something you need to get Wallace for. 
I said, man, I thought Wallace was just like a, a, a child attorney for children and stuff like that. She said, no, Wallace is a civil attorney. This right up her alley. Tim Watkins is the one who hooked me up with Wallace. So the next day, I meet with Wallace. I tell her what happened. I tell her, man, it was way more than uh, 22,000. It was a hundred and something thousand. She say, well, let's stick with what they got on the paper because it's easy to show. We can show easily where you got 22,000 from. This might come back in. And, and bite them. I said, okay, so she go the next the next day after that, she go to the police station and she asks for asset forfeiture hearing. This is where they got to show that the money is illegal. But wasn't no drugs or nothing with my money, so the asset forfeiture hearing uh, officer, he found my funds to be legitimate and he gave them back to me. So now we go to the eternal affairs and I tell them what happened, what all happened that day. They write it all down. They record it and shit. So now I'm getting ready to sue them. So I'm trying to give me some witnesses and shit. So I, I get word that the homegirl, little bitty bitch, she be fucking the police, right? So I get her number and I call her or whatever. I say, hey, look, check this out. Um, I heard you be fucking around with that police. She like, who told you that? I say, listen, I'm about to sue them. I need you to come down and talk to my lawyer and tell her, you know, how you be fucking him and shit. She like, man, I ain't trying to get it all. I'm like, look, man, come on, it's gonna make sense. Like, she like, I'm like, come on, man, like it's gonna make a lot of sense if you come down here. You know what I'm talking about? She say, okay. She hang up. So, a few days after that, little bitty bitch, she called me. She like, hey, kill. I'm like, what's up? She like, you still want me to get that police to come around? She like, look, I can get him to come anywhere, and we can have some of the homies kill him. I'm like, bitch. I told you I want to sue them. I ain't trying to do nothing to that motherfucking police, bitch. I'm finna sue them. She's like, no, nigga. I can get that motherfucker to come somewhere, nigga. We can have the homies waiting on him, ambush him, and kill him. I say, you stupid bitch, and I hang the phone up. The very next day, that nigga Maruckus now came in my house, nigga. They got me and my wife handcuffed. Sitting on the couch across from each other. They got my kids sitting on the floor. I'm telling my wife, don't say nothing to them, man. They move us. They separate us. As they separate us, I'm screaming to her, hey, if anybody go go to jail, it's going to be me. Don't say nothing to them. Fuck them. And the motherfuckers tear the house up, man. They looking. They don't find nothing. They hot. They went all in my pigeon cage and shit. They can't find shit. They hot. The motherfuckers go in the studio. And that motherfucker come out with a pump gauge. I'm like, damn. And a photo with Piper holding the pump gauge. They booked my ass. They charging me with conspiracy to sell cocaine, gang allegation, and ex-con with a firearm. Man, the motherfucker stole me in a cell and a holding tank. That nigga tapped me. I'm looking at him like, what's up? My nigga like, man, I don't know what's going on, man. The motherfucker just came and got me early in the morning. I'm like, what? Like, same shit with me, my nigga. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Next thing you know, they throw some more. They throw like four more motherfuckers in there. These niggas from UG. They know Tat. I don't know them niggas. They know Tat. Then they throw like two, three niggas in there from, from front hood, Compton Crip. Them niggas know Tat. They don't know the niggas from UG, but they know the nigga Tat. They don't know me. So we all looking at Tat like, goddamn, man, like you. So what's up with you, my nigga? They own Tat, right? Then they throw these Irish white 
boys in there, shit, like two of them. Like, everybody know Tat. Don't nobody know each other. Everybody know Tat. So now the UG niggas, they trying to, like, get turned up on Tat. Like, so I step between them. I'm like, check this out, homie. This my homie. I know he ain't no rat because it'll be a gang of more niggas in jail. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? We all been talking to that nigga on that phone. Man, they got me in the county jail. Stuck. Supermax. 621. They got me with a million dollar bill. With this type of case, you got to show where everything come from. You know what I'm saying? So I hit my cousin. She got her shit together. She got money. She doing good. I call her. I'm like, Cuzzo, I'm going to put my house up, slide you these few dollars, you put your house up, and get me up out of here. I got you. She like, nigga, I don't get my money how you get your money, nigga, and hang up. I'm like, God damn. It's like, Oh, shit, we don't been through, don't mean nothing. I'm like, goddamn, I just was at your house, nigga. We was smiling and laughing in each other's face. Your weird-ass husband just bought money from me. Don't nothing we been through mean, mean nothing? Because I need you? So I'm like just holding the phone and shit. Can't believe this shit. I'm just holding the phone and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I need you? You just hang up in my face like that? I say, bitch, what about when we was young? And I should sneak you out the house. You started fucking. I used to sneak you out the house, fake like we going to the candy house, and you'll go fuck this nigga, tattoo this nigga I'm on a case with right now. You'll go fuck that nigga. And you'll uh, skip your ass home all innocent and shit and go in the house for uh, an hour or two and, and, and come back out and, and, and go fuck that nigga. Woof. What about that bitch? I kept your secrets, bitch. Then later, then later on that night, they called you late night. You'll come out and fuck Piggy or, or, or Shorty or anybody catch up with your ass later at night. You'll fuck three different niggas in one day, bitch, and I kept your secrets. I let the family think you was this innocent-ass girl when you really was a hoe. Really Pain, Pain is love. Pain is love. It's fucked up how your family members can turn their back on you when you really need them. They talk behind your back to other people about you. Stop expecting people to be like you, kill. Pain is love. So I get transferred from Supermax to the county jail. 4,000 flow. Man, this flow fucked up right now, nigga. They got it. Six motherfuckers per cell. Four essays, two black. They on some real fucked up gangbanging shit down here. These police, they put your life in danger. Man, it's tension like a motherfucker with these Southsiders. They don't gave a nigga something, and he ain't paying. See, these Southside motherfuckers, man, they real strategic. They use strategy and shit. See, in jail, denied down, that mean respect. I don't want no problem. Denied up, that can mean anything. It's three tiers. Charlie, Baker, Denver Row. And on each tier, 
It's at least 10 cell. I told you, it's six prisoners in each cell. The racial makeup, Mexicans and Blacks, Southsiders, Sul Thresse, Crips and Bloods. I'm in the cell with Stacks, 120 Raymond, here low, and four Southsiders. In the cell, it's two double bunks. Out of respect, the Southsiders gave me and Stacks the bottom bunks. Two Southsiders on the floor, two Southsiders on the top bunk. For the last two days, the Southsiders, they've been nodding their heads down, real quiet, passing kites. That's a bad sign. All that got our motherfucking antennas up. This nigga don't got that dope from him and ain't paying. So we paying attention. Me and the nigga Stacks, we take turns sleeping. But a nigga like me, I sleep when they sleep. Good listeners are smart learner. They think I sleep when it's my time to sleep, but I'm wide awake. I'm paying attention. Chest not check. Shit, it's like three, four in the morning. It's quiet as a motherfucker. I'm laying there, fully dressed, shoes on. I got my burner in my hand, my little knife that I made out of two breasts. I know these Mexicans, they got, a, they got a knife, sure. So, I'm laying there, I hear, I hear a toilet flush. Then I hear another toilet flush. The Mexicans, the South Siders on the, that sleep on the floor, they get up now. So I'm watching them. I look, I see Stacks, he woke too. We hear another toilet flush. Now that shit getting close to our cell. So the other two Southsiders on the top bunk, they sit up. You know what I'm saying? Another toilet flash. One of the Southsiders on the top bunk, he get out. He go to the toilet. You know what I'm saying? He flashed the toilet. When he flashed the toilet, man, they took off on us. They took off. All the cells took off at the same time when he flashed our toilet. And man, we in that motherfucker. They send the biggest one. He get on top of me like he got me, but... I get to stabbing him in his motherfucking head. The knife ain't no big knife, but it's, 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 it's big enough. It's made out of a toothbrush, and I'm, and I, I'm poking him. I'm just poking him, poking him, poking him, poking him, poking him. And the other three Southsiders, they on stats. They they got him, and they, 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 they're not as big as us. Like So it, it, it take more of them, you know what I'm saying? Because we bigger than them, I ain't going to lie. But they, them motherfuckers big in numbers, so they, they, they own us like ants. We, I, I get the one off of me, nigga, I fucked over him. Boom, so now Stacks, I get the help in Stacks, we get them three down. We fuck over them, right? Quick, we get rid of them fast. So we uh, we listening, and you hear rumbling and this shit, then you still, everything got quiet. Then you start hearing from some of the cells, Pura su trece, pura su trece, pura su trece, pura su trece. You hear that from like, coming from like 10 cells. Then you hear, you start hearing that coming from like 10 cells. Then you start hearing, Papu, Damu, Black Gang, Papu, Damu, Black Gang. Put a sword, that's it. Put a sword, that's it. Come, 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 come
Screaming that shit out, man. The alarm and shit going off. You hear all the motherfucking deputies coming and shit. Man, that shit was crazy as a motherfucker, man. Way for me, my G. 